coming up. See, that's some of us right now. We've been looking for the good life and we've been reaching for it and we got it, but it's like in between our fingers. We don't have a solid grip on it because we ain't put it in our palm yet. We ain't got, we ain't learned how to grab it and put it in our palm and hold it tight, hold it tight. So it's in our fingers, you know, like telling the truth is like between our fingers. You know, it's, it's not in our palm of our hand where we got a strong hold on it. So sometimes because it's between our fingers, it falls out and we lie. We just tell a lie. You know, it, 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 being honest is not in the palm of our hand. It's like it's in between our fingers. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. It's a new year. And while you might be working on keeping those resolutions so you can have the good life you've been longing for, Pastor Robert wants us to examine our thoughts and beliefs on what we call good. Join us for this challenging message series, Living the Good Life. Here's the second message in the series, If It Could Talk. So Deuteronomy 30, 11 through 20 from the New Living Translation, it says, this command I'm giving you today is not too difficult for you. It is not beyond your reach. It is not kept in heaven so distant that you, you must ask who will go up to heaven and bring it down so we can hear it and obey it. It is not kept beyond the sea so far away that you must ask who will cross the sea to bring it to us so we can hear it and, and obey no, the message is very close at hand. It is on your lips. It is in your heart so that you can obey it. Now listen, today I'm giving you a choice between life and death, between prosperity and disaster. For I command you this day to love the Lord your God and keep his commands, decrees and regulations by walking in his ways. If you do this, you will live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you and the land you are about to enter and occupy. But if your heart turns away and you refuse to listen, and if you're drawn away to serve and worship other gods, then I warn you now that you will certainly be destroyed. You will not live a long, good life in the land you are crossing the Jordan to occupy. Today, I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying him and committing yourself firmly to him. This is the key to your life. And if you love and obey the Lord, you will live long in the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I'm sure you probably picked up by now that we're going to be looking at the children of Israel as they were preparing to enter into the land where God said good life was for you which we know as the promised land. They were preparing, I'm going to say that again, to enter into the land that God declared would be the land of milk and honey, 
where you will have a good life, that he was taking them from bondage and slavery into a land for good living, to live with him. And so here we're going to unpack this text for us so that we can see how it translates into for us today about living the good life. What I want to do today is that I want to engage you today. Uh, not that I don't want to engage you every day, <laughs> but uh, I especially want to engage you today. And because I know each and every one of us have a, 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 a voice, a, something we hear inside of us uh, that propels us to uh, strive for whatever it is in your mind that you have determined was the good life. I know, I know you already got a picture of it. If you, if you don't, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just think back when you was a little, 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 little girl. I, I'm gonna talk about the little girls first. You were, you were a little girl, and you were dreaming of what your wedding would be like. You know, you had this imagery of what what it looked like. You had an imagery of what your prince charming would be. You know, and for you, that was going to be the good life. You had envisioned it, what it might look like. And so that's been something driving us that's trying to achieve that and looking for whatever that imagery was, that, you know, um, uh, for for the for the brothers, the brothers had, had an imagery, too, of what that 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 lady looked like on your arm. Yeah. Y'all, you know, so yeah. You know, you, you had some thoughts about what what that woman would look like. I know. I know. <laughs> you had some thoughts and visions about what it would look like. Good life. Some of us who were athletes had the vision and we saw ourselves, you know, in the bottom of the ninth, you know, count three and two in the World Series. Or we saw ourselves at the free throw line in the NBA championship. Or it was perhaps the Super Bowl, you know, standing at the, at the, at the scrimmage line about to run a route for the touchdown. We had some imageries, you know, we had some, some, uh, uh, some, some folks we idolized and looked up to, whether it was Dr. J to, to Magic Johnson to Steph Curry or to LeBron James. Whatever it was, we got this image about this is what I want to do. So I want to speak to that voice in you today, and I want to personify the good life today. If the good life was a person, if it was sitting next to you, talking to you, laying, sitting next to your bed in the middle of the night and whispering to you, I want to personify it and, and, and so that we can hear the voice of the good life. Write that down. Number one, on your, on A on your paper, the voice of the good life. The voice of the good life. If the good life would talk, could talk, what would it say? From God's perspective, not your own or the, what the world has said, but what would it say? And we're going to unpack this text to hear what the good life would say to you. And the first thing is this. The good life would say. I exist because of God. Did y'all hear the good life? The good life said, I exist <laughs> because of God. 
Yeah, that's what it would say to you. I exist because of God. James 1.17 says, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the father of the heavenly lights. So, so the, if, if it is a good life and every gift, everything that's good comes from God, the good life is telling you I exist because of God. See, some of us have image, have put an image in our head that good life exists because of sunshine. You know, sunshine is what's the good life. I, I, I hear, I hear, uh, you know, y'all probably do too at work. You, know, you say good morning on a nice, beautiful day like today to some folk. They say, oh, I'm just in paradise. And I, I, I smile at them, you know, but I'm thinking, no, nah, this ain't paradise. You have no idea what paradise is like. You don't know what you're missing. This ain't even close to what paradise going to be. Yeah, you know, it's what they say it all the time. This is paradise. Uh, you know, stuff like that. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I know what they're trying to say, but I'm thinking you have no clue. The eye has not seen <laughs> The mind has not imagined okay, what God got, right? And so it's just, just it, my thing is, if, if, if Lord, if this on earth is this, whoo, heaven must going to be like on steroids, you know, it's going to be just, you know, on a whole nother level. And so folks say that but the good life say i exist because of god not because of sun not because of money not because of big houses and fancy cars the good life says no i exist because god exists that's what the good life will say the good life Gonna talk to you some more. The second thing the good life would say to you, I hope you're listening, the good life would say, I live inside of God's commandments. Woo! Did y'all hear the good life? The good life says, <laughs> the good life says, I live inside of God's commandments. Good life say, if you wanna find out where I am, you wanna get to me, they, the, the good life, I'm inside of God's commandments, God's word. That's where I am. It's, it's funny. It's, 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 it was not funny. It's sad. It's sad that most folk in the world is looking for the good life in the wrong place. Looking for the good life in the wrong place. Look what the text says, Deuteronomy 30, 16. For I command you this day. This is Moses addressing the children of Israel. And, and for God, God told him to tell him this. God says, I'm commanding you as you're getting ready to enter into this land that I have determined to be good for you and that your life will be good here. I'm giving you a command, a command. And a good life say, that's where I live. And this good life and this place, this promised land was a shadow and a type or an example of what heaven is like. That's why it was going to be good. It was going to be flowing with milk and honey. It was because it was going to show them, give them a glimpse of what it means to be with God for all eternity. The good life. 
The good life want to talk to you some more. Number three, um, the good life would say. It is not too difficult to get to me. Oh, did y'all hear that? Good life said it's not too difficult to get to me. I live inside of God's commands, but it's not too difficult to get to me. Now, for some of y'all, if, if you're tracking with me here, that's, that blows your mind. Because you've been trying to get to it for like 40 decades, I mean, four decades, you know, or something. And it's like, and then you ain't got there yet. And, you, and you're thinking it's hard to get there. But the good life said, no, it ain't that hard to get to me. You know, you, you've been working overtime, working two, three jobs, you know, trying to get to the good life. You've been looking at magazines, watching commercials, you know, buying tickets and doing all kind of things trying to get to the good life and ain't found it yet. And the good life coming to you alongside your bed and saying to you, I ain't that difficult to get to. See, some of us, some of us if we were honest... Uh, that, that's a paradigm shift because it's like I, I, I've been trying to find it and you, I, you've been eluding me all these years. And, and one time I thought I had you, but it was like peekaboo, you know, <laughs> and, and then you, you slip right away, you know, and I, you tricked me. I, I thought I had you and you said, psych. You know, it's like, that's not it. That's not it. I've been trying to find you and I, can't get to you, but the good life says it's okay. Deuteronomy 30, 11 says, this command I am giving you today is not too difficult for you. Y'all hear God talking? He said, I'm giving you a command that's going to lead you to the good life, but and it's not that difficult for you. It's not too difficult for you. Then the good life goes on and says, number four, good life says, I am within your reach. Okay. Now, the good life says I'm within your reach. The, the good life says I'm not too difficult to find. I'm within your reach. You've been doing all this other stuff, but he says I'm within, I'm within your reach. I'm within your reach. Deuteronomy 30, 11 through 13 says, this command I am giving you today is not too difficult for you, and it is not beyond your reach. It is not kept in heaven so distant that you must ask who will go up to heaven and bring it down so we can hear it and obey it. It's not kept beyond the sea. Okay, let me pause there. I don't know if you're tracking with me. He says it's not kept in heaven that you got to ask somebody to go there and bring it back. You ain't got to get on the airplane or a space shuttle to get to it. Okay, I just want you to know, you ain't got to get on an airplane. You ain't got to call uh, uh, United, Southwest, <laughs> uh, uh, Delta. Oh, <laughs> y'all, I don't know if y'all hear me now. You, you ain't got to get one of them nice big rolling luggages. <laughs> you ain't got to go through security check to get to the good life. You understand? You know, you ain't got to take off your shoes, your belt, your hat, and your jacket to get to the good life. I'm trying to talk to you today. It doesn't require all of that. You ain't got to get a passport to get to the good life. You don't need all of that. He said you ain't got to ask somebody to go up to the heavens. <laughs> 
It don't require that. And then it reads on. It's not beyond the sea so far away that you must ask who will cross the sea to bring it to us so we can hear it and obey it. You ain't got to pay for a cruise. Uh, what's some of the cruise airlines names? You know, you ain't got to get with them. Uh, what? Carnival, you ain't got to call Carnival and to get to the good life, okay? You ain't got to, you know, put in a vacation request at work for, for, <laughs> for 12 days so you can go on your seven-day cruise. You ain't, you ain't got to do that to get to the good life. I'm saying you can go on your cruise, but just understand you're not going on it to get to the good life. That, that you, don't, you ain't got to do that, okay? It's sad is sad that some people think that's what they're doing, though. That's the sad part about it. It's like if you, if you enjoy the water, you like being on the ocean, and you like, oh, that's fine. Let's go enjoy yourself. But don't think that that's the good life. That, that's, that's <laughs> the good life says, no, you ain't got to do that. You ain't got to cross the sea <laughs> so far away to get to me. Uh, good life say, no, you don't have to do that. He says, I am within your reach. I'm within your reach. You ever, you ever play with a little baby? You ever play with a little baby? And, uh, and you put something in front of them, and then, you know, you, you, you know, they, they, you know they, they start reaching for it. And as they, as they eye-hand coordination get better, they actually can grab it and touch it, right? And, they're, they're, and they'll do that all day, right? Good life. Good life. And then the baby will reach for it, and oftentimes, and, and as they're learning to grab what's in their reach, they'll, they'll grab it, but it, it won't be in the palm of their hand. They'll be holding it, but it's not in the palm of their hand. It, it's like in between their fingers. Y'all seen that? It's like it's caught all up in their fingers. Every time their baby finger will be holding it. It's like it's all between their fingers, you know, because they're still learning how to grab it. See, that's some of us right now. We've been looking for the good life, and we've been reaching for it, and we got it, but it's like in between our fingers. We don't have a solid grip on it because we ain't put it in our palm yet. We ain't, got, we ain't learned how to grab it and put it in our palm and hold it tight, you know, hold it tight. So it's in our fingers, you know, like telling the truth. It's like between our fingers, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, it's not in our palm of our hand where we got a strong hold on it. So sometimes because it's between our fingers, it falls out and we lie. We just tell a lie. You know, it, 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 being honest is not in the palm of our hand. It's like it's in between our fingers and sometimes we lose it. Y'all you, you, know what I'm saying? But we learn it. We learn it. And God is saying the good life is within your reach. You just, just keep reaching for it. Keep learning and reaching. You know, keep grabbing for it. It's there. And it's inside of God's commands, he says. So we need to grab hold of it. Grab hold of it cleanly so that we'll have a stronghold on it. And it won't escape us no matter what nobody says or does. I got a solid grasp on the good life. So the good life got something else to say. Number five, and the good life will say. I am in your mouth and in your heart. I am in your mouth and in your heart. Deuteronomy 30, 14 says, no, the message is very close at hand. It is on your lips and in your heart so that you can obey it. He says it's in your heart. 
it's on your lips. I'm going to talk more about this in a little bit, but I want to talk about how there's an innate desire in all of us for God in every human being. There's a, there's a desire for God. But the problem is there's also a desire to go against God in us. And we just, some, most of the time, we want to go the other direction, away from God. God has put in us uh, an a understanding of right and wrong. That's one way we can know that there is something in us because we understand right and wrong. See, if God is only, in, in other words, we understand good and bad. We have an innate desire to understand good and bad. I told this story to you before. I ain't told it in a long time, so I'll tell it again. My, my son, he was about two and a half years old, almost three, something like that. And so we had just put down some new sod on the front grass, you know, and the grass was, you know, looking good. And we had put out the water, the sprinkler, you know. The, you know, we didn't have the pipes in the ground, so we, you know, we had that other thing. You had to <laughs> screw it on. You, yeah, come on now, y'all. <laughs> y'all know what I'm talking about. You had to screw the sprinkler head on, and and then toss it to the middle of the grass and try not to get wet. Yeah, we had one of them, you know. And so we we had it out there, and it was a hot day. And so we were out there, took off our shoes and socks and walking on the nice cushy grass, new grass and getting wet, running through, letting our legs get wet and stuff. And then my son, he disappeared. He, uh, he kind of strolled somewhere. Then all of a sudden, um, the water shot up high, just shot up high. We were just trying to wet our legs and it just shot up like over our head and stuff. <laughs> and, you know, and my son, he two and a half years old. I said he two and a half. And so first thing he said was daddy did that. <laughs> I kid you not. I got it on videotape. <laughs> he said he said he two and a half. He said daddy did that. He knew something wasn't right. <laughs> right at two and a half years old. He knew, and so and he did what most of y'all would do, blame it on somebody. Most of us will do. Blame it on somebody else. And as soon as he realized what he had done, he had turned the knob up higher and he saw what happened. He said, daddy did that. It still bugs me today. Why he didn't say mama did it? We both was there. <laughs> Y'all don't get me. You know, why, why he say mama did it? He said, daddy did it. You know, <laughs> Daddy did that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he felt because daddy's strong, he can take it. I don't know what he thought, but he put it all on me. And but the point is, is that there's an there's an innate understanding in every human being of right and wrong. And the only reason that could be there is because God put it there. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. You know God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin so that you could live with him forever. If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I sinned against you. I've made some mistakes in my life. I believe that Jesus died for my sins and my mistakes and I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life 
come into my heart. Take control. Transform me to reflect the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to personally welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to connect with the church near you so that you can learn more about Jesus, grow closer to God, and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. Did y'all hear the good life? The good life says, I really want you and your children to come to me. I'm within your reach. I'm not far off. I'm not difficult to get to. I live inside the commandments of God. And I want you and your children to get to me. Deuteronomy 30, 19 says, Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. Can you hear good life calling you saying, just choose life? If you choose me, it's not only going to benefit you, it's going to benefit your children. Your children's children. Thank you for listening. 